Hi, everyone. This is Catherine Adams. And Elizabeth Wallace. And we're recapping Welcome to Night Vale, Episode 60, Water Failure. We're going to listen to this episode. And as always, we encourage you to listen to it because you know how it goes. When we come back, we're going to spoil the hell out of it. See you in a couple minutes. Like you know what? We didn't have weather in this episode. Oh my god, no! I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> no, seriously. But I guess like the world is coming to an end. The world's coming to an end. The whole music was catchy though. Yeah, I did like the whole music. <laughs> they even introduced it as that in the uh, in the the final credits about that. This week's hold music. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that's cool. It was nice. Yeah, this week we uh, actually well before the episode even got started, we heard about the new tour that's going to happen, which is awesome because didn't they just finish the last tour? They just finished a European tour. This is going to be their U.S. tour. They're going to be going uh, to a bunch of different locations in March, April, and May, and I hope that they come back to Durham or somewhere else in North Carolina very soon because I missed them the last time they were here. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be very, very cool. And when did they say the ticket sales were going to start happening? Ticket sales start on January 23rd, so as you're listening to this podcast, it will be tomorrow. So get on that because it goes they go fast they go really fast and i'm hoping they go by uh san diego again i got to see him last time i'd like to see him again we're also going to get that recording they're recording the episode the librarian in new york and so that's the one that i saw in san diego so maybe now you'll be able to hear it in durham yes anyway finally that would be nice yeah i've i've been I actually, this week, I re-listened while I was out for a run. I listened to the debate again, and it just made me realize why the live shows are so fun. All the audience reactions are just really great. Yeah, I was, I was actually stuck on a plane uh, that ended up being a flight that was canceled due to bad weather, and it totally wasn't a bad experience because I was listening to the uh, live episode condos. Yeah, yeah, that makes it all worth it. It really does. It really Wonderful. does. If you haven't listened to any of those bonus episodes, I mean, it's like a pay what you want, so it's... It's a buck minimum, so it's well worth it. It's good stuff. You'll like it. They also have a new way to catch up on old episodes. They will now have a YouTube channel. You know, and this is cool. We've started doing, we did this for a while over on the Comic Issues podcast. For a while there, we were doing, we're calling a mini-sodes, where we were taking like five minutes out of every episode and putting up on YouTube. Well, apparently, uh, Welcome to Night Vale has realized they want to cash in on their market, but they're putting the whole episode up on YouTube. It's Welcome to Night Vale, no spaces or change letters or anything. So you search them out on YouTube. And if that's how you like to listen to your stuff, you can find them there too. Okay, so uh, what else do they have in announcements? They've got postcards for sale in the Welcome to Night Vale oh, store. I and love I love this. I may have to get this. I have passed on getting their uh, drinking flask. Uh, if you see mm-hmm. something, say nothing and drink to forget because yeah. I already have a sparkly drinking flask and I don't need a second one. I, I, I don't need go. to splurge or anything <laughs> like that. I may have to get the postcards because it's Cecil's European vacation to Svitz and what was the other location? I can't uh, remember. We've got Svitz and Francia. So I, I haven't looked at them yet. I guess no Lufnarp yet, but that's from what is it? Memories of Europe, that yeah. episode? So oh, yes. It's one of my favorite episodes because at the end I'm listening at work and he's talking about how the past is like melted wax from a candle. But by the time it gets to a present day, it becomes solidified. So those past moments will never be other than what they are right now. But then he says to remember that right now what we are living in is the melted wax and we can make it anything we want. And I'm like... I suddenly stop working and I'm just looking at my computer while this is playing going, that's so brilliant. <laughs> it's really, I really 
loved it. It was really a very, it was a great episode altogether, but the ending to this day I still really love a lot. So I am definitely going to buy me a uh, Svitz and Francia postcard. Absolutely. <laughs> But then we come back in and Cecil has to tell us some very important news, some really, really important news about what's going on in Nightvale. And that is, is that there is no water at the station and he cannot make coffee. Yep. And it's a detailed uh, process to make coffee in uh, the oh, Welcome. God, yeah. I don't know if it's like this all throughout Welcome to Nightvale I, I, or it, just in the uh, radio station, but you have to uh, take the beans and you have to smash it or, or you have to grind it very carefully using a hammer and hammer. Hate thoughts, yep. I think, or yeah, 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 hateful thoughts. Yeah, hateful that's thoughts. exactly. It, yeah. And then you have to put it ground by ground into the coffee maker. So it takes yeah. a while. And then to not have any coffee—that's just terrible. And also, there are now two sons outside, and there are a whole yeah. lot of people panicking and everything. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. But that's the coffee. Come on, he can't get his coffee. That's very. Also, the bathrooms aren't working, but it's okay. There's a big ravine out back. I'm like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to think about the logistics of that when I really don't want to know. I'm sure it's fine for you dudes and everything, but guess what? A ravine out the back is not going to help us ladies very nope. much. No, oh, it's I'm not. Sorry. Not without a lot of logistical problems. So. No, yeah, absolutely. But anyway, um, he decided to go on with that. Well, he, he acknowledged that maybe it was important to cover some other things other than no water being at the station, things like that. So he yeah, went fine. on to a sports news. And um, yes. Michael Sandero, who is, of course, playing for Michigan, as Cecil or, is or, still referring to it. Mitch, Mitch, Michigan, I think sometimes it's pronounced. Something yeah, like know, that. One of those teams. Yeah, yeah they, they played a, a title game and unfortunately they lost to Michigan. Yeah, they lost to themselves. It doesn't happen very often. Yeah, I think but, it's the know, first it's time sports. in college history that a college team lost to themselves. So, you, of course, you had yeah, all of the, the Michigan players sat on the bench, very distraught, while the Michigan players celebrated. And it wasn't it wasn't another Michigan team. It was the same Michigan team. It was the same Michigan team. Because yeah, Michael Sandero, of course, was crushed, and he had to sit and watch Michael Sandero celebrating. Yeah, Michael Sandero also won the Heisman Trophy, which, considering the fact that it's in his freshman game, that's kind of impossible but that's fine. <laughs> Anything's possible if you dream. Yes, there you go. That's absolutely it. But yeah. So then we come back from that and there's still no water, but um, there's also, well, now it's four suns outside. So yeah, yeah. it's kind of the problem is getting a little bit worse. Yeah. And Cecil, of course, is also having to deal with the fact that he would like to go vacation to see Carlos in the desert other world. Carlos is going to have to find the doors first, which is kind of yes. be a problem because he hasn't really spent a whole lot of time searching for them. But maybe no. he'll have some more incentive if Cecil is going to come visit. But just like making coffee, there's a complicated process for requesting vacation days. I mean, you have yep. to submit a 2,500 word essay and that has to be exact. Exactly. Yeah, he's and not, he's not know? sure if hyphenated yeah. words count or not. I it's, always wonder about that too. Does like the letter A count as a word? Every time I'm doing a word count, I'm like, does A count? And if A counts, does and count? I always wonder, is it a minimum? Can you count the? I'm sure you can count the, right? I'm, I'm wondering yeah. if they're counting words in between spaces. So it's not like, uh, uh, so, yeah. so that way it wouldn't matter how long the word was so long as there was a space. But then you've got that hyphen thing. But yeah, yeah anyway, so tricky. of course he had to 
talk about the whole process of submitting it and having to stand and recite the you know employee loyalty oath or something mm-hmm. like that, which mm-hmm. you know of course uses up a lot of time and blocks the hallway and everybody's kind of mad at him everything. And then he starts hearing, and we can hear it too, this growling noise, and it sounds like station management. Of course, he doesn't know if they're mad because of them him talking about them on the radio. Which you're really or, not supposed to do. You know, or if they're mad about the fact that there's no water and now there's this like dry hissing coming out of the taps and it smells oh, yeah, like right. it smells like French toast. Yeah. Which actually is kind of like it, he said it was like a cool dry air that smelled like French toast. I'm like, oh how pleasant. That's awesome. Yeah, it's actually it, it it's kind of a on a side here, there's a spot in North Carolina as I drive into work and I remember one of my coworkers pointing this out and he said it's so interesting he wants to figure out what it was there's this place around rtp that smells like toast <laughs> it really well, does this episode i think you really want to watch that i <laughs> do really yeah yeah so well yeah. cecil decided he was probably making station management a little nervous and he needed to talk about something else so he just tried to call the plumbers to find yeah. out what could be done about it but he just got this you know howling in the uh, yeah. phone about you know everyone upset about the four sons that are now out there and <laughs> we got another t-shirt moment because he's talking about what they're saying and he finishes it up with blah 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 something something living nightmares <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think the whole thing was we've all been duped by god all is lost blah 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 living nightmares <laughs> just the way he said it was really lovely i loved that <laughs> Uh, we we got a quick uh, ad as well. Chevrolet has uh, their new electric cars out for Welcome to Night Vale. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. they're actually in the electricity. They're entirely electricity. So there's some yeah. assembly required, but everything you need for your electric car is there as long as you can figure out a way to convert it to matter and then to convert it into some kind of transport. But since you have it now, it's time for you to pay for it now. Yeah, because that's how it works. You know, there's not something for nothing out there. So you know, basically, you you either pay for something or you return it now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chevrolet, we're trying to be reasonable here. <laughs> that's, that's another t-shirt moment right there. I want to see like the Chevrolet logo with the tagline going underneath. And I'm like, yeah, I like it. The, uh, a t-shirt or a sign, something like that. Yeah, yeah, that works. Uh, but then the best part of the episode. Oh my God, this is my favorite part of the entire episode. Do you know what? They, they mention it in the credits. Uh, I I totally forgotten this word. It's called a phone tree. It's when you call into a place. It's like if you need this, press one. If you need this, press two, and then you go into the next thing, and it goes on from there. Cecil calls the water department to find out what's going on. And the phone tree is hilarious. It's of course so awesome. Totally random and all sorts of strange things happening. And you have Cecil's commentary in the oh, background God. as he's listening to this. And at one point, the uh, phone operator, the recorded voice, says, To give praise to the mighty glow cloud. And you hear Cecil go, Oh, oh hell. <laughs> and then another point, she's like, If you do not believe anymore in the existence of water, please. And while she continues talking, he's like, I have my doubts. It's <laughs> just, and then little things like, No, that's not what I need. No, that's not what I need. It gets all more and more specific. But it was just, it's, it's two people because, you know, they record a phone tree and then sometimes they have to change some of the words. So another gentleman's voice comes into it. It's, it's like a shining night veil moment. It's a really, really clever little bit. Definitely my favorite of the entire episode. My favorite thing out of the last several episodes. It lasts like a minute tops, but it's really wonderful. And of course, by the end of it, Cecil unfortunately passes out because that smell yeah. of French toast has gotten really, really strong and he yeah. can't operate anymore and passes out. You hear the thunk. 
And the customer service recorded voice says due to an unusually high call volume, there's going to be a four minute wait. And you know, lots, we know lots of things can happen in four minutes. Volcanoes can be erupting right now, which is a shame. (laughs) But then it goes right into the music. And I thought to myself, there's no announcement for the weather. It's the end. Catchy song, though. Yeah, it was very nice. And that's that's where it happened in the credits when they said, this episode's hold music was blah, blah. They're really playing around. Like, I guess last week was when he didn't even bother to work into a sentence. He's like, oh, yeah, here's the weather. (laughs) I think they're like, this is episode 60, which has been way more than 60 episodes, because when they have a two-parter episode, it's like, episode 59 part one and 59 part two and then the hiatus episodes weren't counted and none of the extra episodes so we're well over 60 episodes and they're like maybe we mix up the weather a little bit maybe just a smidge so who did the weather this time excuse me who did the hold music this time the hold music this time the title of the song was just like my heart and it was a group uh called fault lines and it was really we were both listening to it and Catherine has her beer i have my little glass of wine and we're listening we're like I feel like dancing. <laughs> so we're doing that little like little dance while you're sitting in your chair and little everything. head bob. Cool. So yeah, I yeah. like that very much. It's one it of my catchy. favorite ones for the last few weeks. I think. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. It was. I really like that one. But then we come back and it's Lacey. He actually does have a real person talking to him, different from the phone tree voice and everything. She is the pleasantest person, isn't she? I she really, really is. Her. She apologizes due to the intense period of multiple suns uh, affecting ah, their mm-hmm. service. So, And uh, yep, it yep. actually, something went wrong. Uh, that was carbon monoxide coming mm-hmm. out of the taps, uh, suffocating carbon monoxide. And they only use that for people who haven't paid their bills. So the, yes, was, exactly. she apologizes for all the inconvenience. So. And uh, recommended that they open the windows. <laughs> really, you need to let the, what are the punitive gases is what they call punitive them. Punitive gases. Like, oh. And uh, Cecil wanted to know, you know, Cecil comes groggily too during this whole thing, but he wanted to know why it smelled like French toast. She's like, well, carbon monoxide doesn't smell pleasant and we really want to make unpleasant things more pleasant. He's like, well, that's very thoughtful. She's like, I know, I am thoughtful. And she said, she's like, if you've ever, and this happens to me every once in a while, you get a customer service person and I'm like, I like you. I think you're awesome. And you know, they're totally being nice just because it's their job, but she's really, she was really very nice. But before she signs off, she says, you know, I know it's not very professional, but, you know, I know who you are and thank you. And he thanks her back for listening and being such a loyal fan. And and she says, no, no, I'm not talking about the radio. You know, there are other people who care very much for her. And he's like, what? (laughs) She's like, fine, don't take a compliment, whatever. (laughs) So other people who care about her. Who do we I think? figured Dana. I, I figured Dana. I was kind of thinking Dana, too. I mean, yeah, he was obviously yeah. very concerned over the last episode that Dana was going to get a, a mauled by antiques. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, he, unfortunately, she signed off in a huff and whatever. But um, it's uh, it's another mystery that we've had plunked in our lap. And so I hope we actually hear from her again, because I think she was cool. And I really think the people who did the phone tree were awesome. But I know that's not a gag that you want to return to a lot of times because it'll lose its novelty. But I I just kudos to those guys. That was really well done. I really liked that. It was very well done. But I think the uh, the wrap of the episode was that the uh, the extra sons were taken care of. They were shot down yeah. by vigilantes with shotguns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Except the last son that's left, the only son that's left, it's setting in the north. So we're not really sure 
how that one's going to handle. That so, could no, be a problem. Happen. I don't know. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it'll but, either come up in a later episode or we will never hear about it again. Yeah, that's very true. But yeah, he was sort of signing off saying, you know, the usual, like what happens after this, you know, stay tuned for time going faster and faster and faster and faster. And then you hear Lacey, the phone operator. Oh, that sounds kind of fun. He's like, oh, you're still here. <laughs> <laughs> he When he does the sign off, you know, well, you know, good night, night, Bill, good night. And she's like, good night. <laughs> Which I think is the first time we've ever heard somebody else's voice come in at the end of a night. I think so. Uh, Other than the the sounds of a struggle from Cecil getting knocked out or dragged out of the uh, studio or something like that. Yeah, true, true. Or some strange, like, staticky noise that comes in instead of the usual sign-off. But uh, other things that I wanted to bring up, we actually had two people commenting on last week's recap. And thank you very much. Both these guys are very cool about commenting on stuff for both the Comic Issues podcast and the Movie Issues podcast. Go to pixelatedgeek.com to find both of those uh, podcasts. They're awesome. But um, we had Stephen Henry, who is a wonderful fan, and we had commented last week that Carlos had projected his appearance into the studio, and we hadn't ever seen that before. And Stephen Henry's like, well, Dana did project into when she was in the Desert Otherworld. I thought he was talking about when she was talking to Cecil. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. But he could hear her and not see her. And he's like, she projected herself into the past when she talked to her family and they could see her. I'm like, oh, good point. Very nice. That so, is very cool. Good job remembering that. Also, Joshua Keezer, we had wondered if being in the college would be a safer environment for Maureen, intern Maureen. And he pointed out that we do have those classrooms that don't really seem to have an ending and you have to bring enough food to last you the whole rest of your life. So maybe not so safe. And I thought, well, I wonder if that gives her an edge having worked in the studio. Would that make her safer in college? He said, with an edge like that, she could probably end up being a professor at the college. I'm like, oh, that's a very good point. I like that. That sounds like a great future storyline. But actually coming, uh, speaking of Maureen, found some fan art and various things off a of Tumblr, and one of my favorites was from the Night Vale Community Fanon Tumblr site. Mm-hmm. And it is a picture, a photograph of a howling coyote. And mm-hmm. the tagline over the picture is, like her friends, Maureen has a coyote head. Cecil doesn't notice because she wears makeup. <laughs> Just, that is, uh, because That's of course, brilliant. I love the whole idea of the coyote-headed college students and yes. the freshmen wearing plague masks. So yes. that is that is great. Uh, Night Vale Community Fanon has a lot of interesting stuff and all nice. of it's wonderfully random. So definitely, nice. definitely like that. Um, another bit of fan art that uh, was on Tumblr is from the Tumblr site Evicted from Jupiter. Mm-hmm. And it I is like a, that name. Yeah, it is a picture of I think it's Maureen introducing Erica and Erica and Erica, the three angels, I think. Yes. It's yes. A, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's uh, Maureen because she's got the uh, the badge, the intern badge on. Mm. But it is, the, the title of the picture is, I informed each of them that angels are not real, and that's ridiculous. I might have howled this while covering my eyes. And it's a cartoony <laughs> picture of Cecil looking at, you know, Maureen and the three Ericas. And he does have a hand over his eyes, and he's he's howling, and he's got one finger up going, yeah, it's ridiculous. So, <laughs> is it just, Now, is it Maureen or is it intern Dana? I don't know. I thought it was Maureen, but it could be remember. Dana. Now, I can't here's, remember you know, who introduced him. Okay, any listeners, if you know who it was that introduced all the three Ericas to Cecil during the, I think it was the revolution against Strexcore, then mm-hmm. uh, yeah, let us know, because yep. we seem to have forgotten. But It's a great picture, though. It's wonderful. 
And uh, the last one was Tumblr user Surikane, S-U-R-I-K-A-N-E. And it's a very short animation, and it's a picture of a darkened street corner with a street lamp. And the street lamp blinks on and off a couple of times, and then suddenly an angel appears and spreads out its wings with an eye appearing on the wing. And nice. it's, it's just, I mean, it's seconds long, but it is beautiful colors and beautifully done. Nice. Very nice. That's all we have for this week. We're hoping that you guys will continue to listen in and provide comments. Tell us when we got things right. Tell us when we got things wrong. We like that too. And please send us fan art, you know, fan art that you found that you liked or fan art that you've made. We want to see it all. We yeah. just, we love all of it. And every every bit of it is wonderful. And once we find out uh, where Night Vale is going to be performing, and if you manage to get a ticket, let us know that too. Because who yeah, knows? Yeah, if yeah. it's somewhere near us, I may like to go. Yeah, that would be fun. Also, take pictures. I know a lot of people go to these Night Vale events in costume. So if you have a Night Vale costume, we really want to see it. We that do. would be very, very cool. We absolutely do. Very... In fact, I think we should probably start posting some pictures of a, a Night Vale uh, cosplay. To, yeah, to yeah. I saw two. I actually saw two of them at Comic-Con this year. One was a very nice Cecil, and one was, I believe, a Night Vale Girl Scout, because that's Janice is part of the Night Vale Girl Scouts, and she had all of these wonderfully random little badges on. So very neat stuff. We love all of that. Other than that, that's going to wrap us up. We will talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Talk to you all later. 